We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We have Horowitz and Graceffo, the A-team, producing the final two hours back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Uh, we have been talking about uh, the NFL training camps. It creates a football frenzy. We can't wait. Oh, the first preseason game will seem like it's a dress rehearsal for the start of the regular season. Then we'll be bored with the second preseason game when they don't play anybody. Then you'll get the dress rehearsal for a half, maybe a little bit more than a half in game three, and then game four is meaningless. So earlier today, while listening to the Golden Tate drama and nobody for Eli to throw the ball to, I started thinking and looking at August right now and and it's going to be here next week. And what do we have? Hey, if you're in a big baseball town, hey, you can't get enough of the Yankees, Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, Cubs, Brewers. I, I get it, right? Cleveland, Minnesota, Tribe, Twins, Atlanta, Philly. Hope they get it right. Why not move the NFL season back to second or third week of August? You're going to get the... Collective bargaining agreement. You're going to get both sides at the table. NFL fired out 18 games. That seems like too much. But if you made it 17, you removed two preseason games. You started training camps middle of July. You had a month of training camp. You had two preseason games. And you started, you know, August 15th-ish, August 22nd. You would own August. You could play some hybrid nights where you could play Thursday, Friday, you could play Saturday, and you know, a game Saturday and Sunday because college football hasn't started. It, it's a no-brainer in my mind. It's it's an easy move, the right move, and the TV networks would love it. So I'm asking you, tell me a reason why you don't move it up, or are you with me? So you can join in at one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five. Two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook, and then you know we're looking for anything and everything to talk about football. And I mentioned at CBSSports.com that Madden Twenty, the video game, is coming out, and you had the CBS Sports team do their official Madden simulation off of Madden Twenty. And the Cowboys in the 13-3 and three Browns. Now they play the entire season, the schedule that uh, is posted by the NFL. And Dallas beat the Browns in the Super Bowl. But everybody, not just Madden Simulations by CBSSports.com, everybody's believing that the Browns are going to own the AFC. Look at these numbers from the entire regular season simulated through the Super Bowl. Browns 13 and 3, Bengals 9 and 7, Ravens 7 and 9, Steelers 5, 10 and 1. AFC South kind of similar to what it usually is. Titans 9 and 7, Colts 9 and 7, Texans 7, 8 and 1, Jags 5, 10 and 1. I don't know if they'll be that bad with Foles. AFC East, and I mentioned that Belichick and Zimmerman producing last hour brought it to our attention that there's an NFL head coaches association and under their licensing agreement with EA sports for Madden, 
Belichick is the only coach who's not part of that association. So that's why they call it New England coach. And it doesn't look anything like him. But the simulation had the Patriots going seven and nine. Bills nine and seven winning the AFC East. Jets five and eleven. Dolphins two thirteen and one. AFC West, Chargers 12-3-1, Chiefs 10-6, Raiders a playoff team at 10-6, and and the Broncos at 3-13, and and they had the Browns winning the AFC and losing to the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. They had the Cowboys at 12-4. and mm. I'm not just, I, you got Ezekiel Elliott, you have the potential for Death Storm 2. Uh, how can anybody go against the Saints right now, in my mind? NFC North, the CBS Sports Madden 20 simulation. Packers 8-8, eight and eight, Bears 7-9, and nine, Vikings 6-10, and 10, Lions 6-10. and 10. Guess what? If the Lions are 6-10, and 10, uh, Matt Patricia, the GM Bob Quinn, and Stafford, the quarterback, aren't around a year from now. Uh, NFC South, Saints 11-5, Panthers 9-7, and seven, Falcons seven and nine, and Buccaneers one thirteen and two. That sounds like a lock. <laughs> yeah, what's your locker number? Uh, left twice for one, right twice for thirteen, left seventeen times with two. They have the Cowboys twelve and four, Eagles eleven and five. They have the Giants nine and seven, Horowitz. Now that was before. Wide receiver Armageddon. Horowitz, you're you're a Giants fan. Unfortunately, yeah. And they have nobody to throw to. I you know, Moraz made a good point on his Twitter where what's this uproar about no wide receivers? Because it's not like anybody was planning on this team to do anything special this year. It's a fair point and one of the few that he makes on his Twitter, and I love him, but <laughs> he doesn't make too many. <laughs> But while there were no expectations as a fan, this is, you know, it's Christmas Day. Training camp opens. Right. Even if you don't have expectations, you're just excited that football's back. And at least you know for the first month of the year, we'd still be in it. And now I know the first month of the year, I got to see Eli throwing the ball to, you know, James Graceffo, basically, um, which isn't a great prospect. Well, he, I, I bet Graceffo was pumped up when he heard that the Madden 20 CBS Sports.com simulation had the. Patriots going seven and nine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Seven I can't and wait nine. to dance on their grave if that's true. Oh my gosh. Graceffa would be giddy. Uh, they had the Giants nine and seven, Redskins eight and eight, NFC West won by the Seahawks at 10 5 and 1, Niners with Jimmy G back at nine and seven, Cardinals with Kyler Murray at eight and eight, and the Rams falling to eight and eight. Wow. So maybe they're, you know, looking at Gurley and the tendonitis or something, and that would hurt them. And Cowboys beating the Browns in the Super Bowl. Ezekiel Elliott, the MVP, Freddie Kitchens, Coach of the Year, Baker Mayfield, Offensive Player of the Year, Khalil Mack, Defensive Player of the Year, Devin White, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and Kyler Murray, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Wow. That was the Madden 20 CBS Sports.com simulation. Out of all those I said, 
And it's, and it's at CBSSports.com. It's not me just making it up. Horowitz, out of all the records projected I just read, what do you think is the close, spot on, and so far off base on the other end of the spectrum? I, I like Mayfield, Offensive Player of the Year. I think that he's got the weapons, he's got the tools, he's got the running backs to, to support him, even if, if the line isn't uh, – you know, necessarily up to par. Um, I loved Mayfield going into last year. I wish he would have fallen to the Giants. Um, they wouldn't have taken him, but that's the guy I wanted, so I like that. I, the, the Patriots 7-9, though, I'm sorry, is absurd. No. I mean, that just shows you we're living in video game land. No, I think that's EA Sports getting back at them because Belichick won't be part of EA Sports. <laughs> I, I do. I think, I, I think that is a video game conspiracy, flat out. Against uh, against the Patriots, and they they have the well, they have the Patriots seven and nine. They have the Steelers. Do you see the Steelers dropping off that much to five, ten, and one? No, I don't see them at five wins, but I I see them around nine or eight. I I don't see them being the Steelers of of the past uh, seven eight years for sure. All right, so let, let's just go off what they're saying is that the two best teams, at least I think, in the AFC, I. Chargers with that defense, but you watch what Brady and the Patriots did to them in Foxborough in the playoffs, and the Browns with no playoff experience, man. That You're asking Cleveland with no playoff experience and a coach without it as a head coach to, to go through or get by New England. Hey, ask Brady on the road against Mahomes. I know the Chiefs gave it away, but, you know, and the Chargers with Rivers and even without Gordon, they still have Bosa in that defense. I I just don't see the Browns winning the AFC. I think they could win a playoff game, possibly two, but I don't see them winning the AFC. I don't. I don't either. I mean, there's there's just too much going on there. And if you look at their mindset, you got Freddie Kitchens basically taking veiled shots at Hugh Jackson. You got Baker Mayfield worried about the Giants. Odell's worried about the Giants. You got a running back on suspension. Jarvis Landry, who knows about him? It's a lot of volatile pieces and a first-year head coach. They have the talent to get to the playoffs, but prove it before we anoint them. Yeah, I kind of have them in that 11-5 and mode uh, where they win the AFC North and they, they could win a playoff game, but if they are 13-3 and and they get home field advantage at the dog pound, that could be a a difference maker in January with that weather, right? I agree. Yeah, I mean, if they could get a home field advantage, I might change my mind. I, they have the Seahawks going ten five and one. I'm not, I'm not feeling the Seahawks. I'm not feeling the Cowboys at twelve and four at all. I know Amari Cooper changed that team. I like the Saints. I, if I look at the NFC, and I think Bree still has another year or two, if not longer, in him. I just like the Saints. I, I think with Peyton, with Breeze, you know, we talk about experience. Tough to bet against them, in my mind. You can't go against Breeze and Peyton. Now I'm looking at, and I, I would predict a Super Bowl more of Saints. They are the Chiefs at 10 and 6. But maybe they didn't put Tyreek Hill in there. I'm not sure. Again, I don't Madden 20. I maybe it wasn't you know without Tyreek Hill, I could see them nine and seven. With Hill, I think they're twelve and four, you know, eleven and five at worst. 
And what about the AFC South, too? You you see this? Yeah. I think all, almost every one of those teams can make the playoffs, and they have the Titans winning the division at 9-7. and seven. But that's usually the norm in the AFC South, right? 8-8, eight and eight, uh, might, you know, you're in the hunt uh, for the division. I, I, Colts, that's a team that watch out for them. If luck stays healthy, Texans could have a bounce-back year. I, Jaguars have foals now. I, I, I kind of look, you know, everybody was talking at the end. I, I had um, Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com on the show, on my statewide show Friday, and I said when the season ended, we all looked at the NFC and said, my Lord, it's loaded. Look how deep the NFC is. Oh, my gosh. But now as you kind of watch the offseason shift, I look to the AFC, and you see the Browns, You see the Titans, you see the Colts, the Texans. Bill's defense played great. If Allen matures, I believe they could be a 9-7 wildcard contender. You got Brady and the Patriots. You have the Chargers. You have the Chiefs. I don't know if Gruden and the Raiders are ready to knock on the hard knocks door and be a playoff team. They might be a year away. But look at the depth all of a sudden in the AFC, right? And I don't think the Steelers are left for dead yet. I don't. And NFC, tell me a power, a juggernaut right now. All right, Rodgers and the Packers. They had them projected 8-8 eight and eight to win the NFC North. Bears, great defense. But Trubisky is in the offense. Was that a fluke last year? I don't know. So I go with the Saints. You got Cam coming back. Falcons are going to be 8-8, eight 9-7. and, eight, nine and seven. Cowboys, I don't put them in the 12-4 and four category. Eagles, Wentz healthy, I, I think they could be one of the better teams in the NFC. And, man, the you know, Rams, will they have a running game? Wow. I, I think the NFC is more up for grabs than the AFC. Don't you? But are we anointing, like, are, are we saying that Cleveland's in the category of Kansas City right now? Are we really doing that? I don't know if you can go there just yet. We'll see. If you want to join in, uh, our first huge question of the night, uh, do you agree with me in moving up the start of the NFL season to the middle of August? I'll get Graceffo and Horowitz's thoughts on that. You can join us, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. And then the second question I want to throw out, and we're going through all these teams and projections and it's training camp, and it, as Horowitz said, it feels like it's football Christmas. Who do you think is the most overrated team right now in the NFL? And who do you think is the most underrated right now before we even see a preseason game? When 855-2124-CBS, at Saturday Huge on Twitter, and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. Horowitz and Graceffo are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. I was talking to Graceffo saying, hey, you know, uh, you're, you're a man uh, about Manhattan. And I said, where do you hang out? And he says, oh, a couple of uh, nice pubs, uh, three sheets. And off the wagon. And I'm like, no way. You're making those names up. And I, I Googled them, and they're right there in 
NYC, Horowitz and Graceffo, they're future radio stars. They're amazing. Talented producers, good guys, too. Uh, we have two questions you can answer. One, should the NFL move up the start of the regular season? Because we're all ready right now. We would be ready for NFL games tomorrow. We're ready. I'm not saying now. I'm talking second, third week of August. And then the second question, who's the most overrated team right now when you, you've heard them with training camps and you're like, this team is overrated? Some will say the Browns. Some say the Patriots, which is blasphemy to talk about Thomas Brady. Who's the most underrated? Some are thinking Raiders. I've heard some national pundits say the Lions. Falcons could have a bounce back year. Jimmy G and the Niners. So your most overrated and underrated NFL teams before we even see a preseason game. I'm talking right now. 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Most overrated and underrated. And then move the season up. Let's do it. Let's go to Dean in Wisconsin. Thanks for the wait, and you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I'd say the most underrated teams is the Bengals, because I think they're going to be in the playoffs this year, at least I hope they are. And the most overrated team would be the Lions, I think, because I don't think that they're going to do that good this year. I don't know why there's so much optimism with the Lions, and I do a statewide show in Michigan. They were 9-7. and seven. It wasn't good enough. They fired Caldwell. They went 6-10. and 10. They got owned by Darnold and the Jets last year in Detroit, and I, I know they've had a great offseason on paper, but I don't know how you look at Matt Patricia, and I think he's going to be more like Josh McDaniels in Denver and say that he's going to rally this team and flip the record. I'm not buying it, and I know the Lions fans are – Killing me on Twitter, killing me on Facebook, and I said no. I said when you go nine and when you go from nine and seven to six and ten, the coach and the players can be questioned and held accountable during that next off season. Yep. All right. Yep. Thank you, Dino in Wisconsin. Appreciate the call. Let's go to Ron in Houston, Texas. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Good evening, sir. Hey, Ronnie. Um. I do like your idea about moving the regular season into August, but the two things that I'd like to add to that is that as far as rosters, um, I think they should increase it to 63 with uh, from 53 to 63 with six inactive. And instead of 17 games, because the owners will not lose money on dropping that second preseason game. So they're going to say, you know, we'll increase the rosters, but we want 18 games. So you can start the season. I would love to see the season start in August, but the eight, but it would have to be 18 games because the owners won't say, well, okay, we'll just drop two preseason games and we'll take the loss and money on the second preseason game, I don't see that happening. 
Yeah, I think this fight's going to be there. And, Ron, thanks for the call in Houston. That You got that 18 games. They threw that out there. They'll probably settle on 17. You know, the owners will see more money naturally by adding games with TV deals. So I don't know if it'll be a fight over preseason revenue, which the players get none of right now. And there won't be a work stoppage. I think them sending out and leaking out memos to players, or both sides would be crazy to disrupt that money train right now. Flat out nuts. But nothing surprises me in sports. Nothing ever does. Let's go to Brian in Chicago listening on AM670, The Score. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, huge love the show. Thanks for taking my call. You really uh, piqued a, an, a topic I'm interested in is the marriage of, of TV and sports. And, uh, you know, you're on to something there with, if you think about it, you know, the PGA capitulated, you know, they're, they're done before Labor Day now. And so you've got me really intrigued because if you look at it, I was, I was telling the screener, you know, the you know, August is a huge Nielsen rating sweeps month. It's an underlying one that the TV people don't mention because November February and May are huge because that's when new programming is airing. But August is a back-ended one that sets the ad rates for the whole fall. You can't tell me those networks wouldn't love the middle of August, toward the end of August, running a golf in the afternoon. And you called it a Thursday, Friday night, Saturday night game. When you're getting into those nights that TV viewership is really low, you know, can you imagine them setting those ad rates? Those ad rates alone would take care of the preseason missing. I hope that's making sense. No, it does, Brian, and thanks for the call in Chicago because you could play a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night primetime game. You have the FedEx stuff during the day. You could run NFL games like double headers, triple headers, you know, nothing against golf. People still watch it around not watching the other games and watching your local team. It's a no-brainer, and I think it's part of what they're looking at when they threw out the 18-game thing, kill two preseason games, and have 18 games. There you go. And expand the rosters. And then the players will get more roster spots so guys have jobs. It's a it's a simple negotiation in my mind. If you want to answer our huge questions of the night, first one, most overrated and underrated NFL team right now and then do you agree with me on bumping the start of the nfl regular season to the second or third week in august when 855-212-4cbs that's 1-855-212-4227 i'll read tweets here before the top of the hour at saturday huge on twitter like us on facebook search saturday night huge show it's the saturday night huge show once again here's huge bill simonson we are back live across North America, the only show based on huge opinions, yours and mine. Horowitz and Graceffo, an amazing duo behind the glass in New York City uh, producing this show. A couple of questions we're going back and forth with the audience on. Should the NFL start their regular season, cut off two preseason games, add at least one more regular season game, start mid-August? You would have a couple weekends before you'd have college football. You could, boy, you could run games Thursday night, Friday night. You could do Thursday and Friday night with 7 and 10.30 because of West Coast. You then could do a quadruple header on Saturday and then do your normal triple header on Sunday and throw a couple Monday night games in there. It's easy. 
I don't, I don't know why they haven't done it. The more I look at this and think about it. And then second question, as we all break it down and we went through the Madden 20 simulating the season records in the Browns, 13 and three, winning the AFC and the Cowboys, 12 and four, winning the NFC and the Cowboys win the simulated Madden 20 CBSSports.com Super Bowl. So everybody has their team. Overrated, underrated. Who's the most overrated team right now in the NFL beginning training camp? Who is the most underrated? 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Sean in Toronto listening on AM590. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello. Sean, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, just a quick question for you now. Like, I mean, I love your idea of adding the extra game, and you're right. You have the Thursday, the Saturday, triple header Sunday. Like, that all works well. Um, but what are we going to do with the owners that get nine home games and an owner that gets eight home games? Mm-hmm. Now, just to piggyback on that, you had the uh, somebody say weather. Okay, someone slapped that guy in the head because we live in Canada. Buffalo's right below us. And they play in minus forty weather in January. So, mm. you know, you know, you might get. And, and thanks for the call there in Toronto. That's interesting. You might get eight home, eight away, and you get that one neutral site where international, other cities. You know, there's talk of playing NFL games in some college stadiums. So maybe that would be the one where you split and share with the other visiting team. Sal in Greenville, South Carolina. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Phil, what's up, my man? How you doing, Big C? How you doing? How you doing? Good. All right, so I got two quick questions for you. Ezekiel LA, he didn't make it to Oxford. He didn't make the flight. Mm. Is it time for us Cowboy fans to start panicking? And if you were the guy writing the checks, who's the guy you got to take care of? Is it Zeke, is it Prescott, or is it Amari Cooper? And, and I want to squeeze this in. The Pac-12, 9 a.m. games, is that crap or what, man? Have they confirmed that or just talking about it? I'm not sure. I heard about it. They was talking about it on the uh, mothership, and um, I, I'm not sure. They were talking about guys waking up at 9 a.m. I know I'm not going to watch Pac-12 anyway, but 9 a.m. is just outrageous. Yeah, 9 a.m. games, that won't happen. They're discussing it. Sell. thanks for the call in Greenville. If I was Dallas... Who's more important to take care of, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, or Prescott? Man, I, you know, will Elliott's attitude, will that become Des too? And on Prescott, you know, talking about paying him 30, 35 million, I get, we hear market value. I don't see it. I, I probably would say Elliott, but I, I hope the guy just grows up, you know, and doesn't become. Uh, does too. So I'll, I'll go with Elliot Sell. Uh, answering your question, thanks for listening in Greenville, South Carolina. Tommy in Yuma, Arizona. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill. Love the show. I can't wait for the weekend. The reason I love your show so much is you really respect everybody's opinion, and it's a nice listening, mellow show, and I appreciate it. Well, thank you for listening out in Arizona. I love that state. And uh, about the, uh, you know, being out here, we get the 
we get the early games with the Pac-12. I love watching the Pac-12. I'm a UCLA fan. But 9 o'clock is a little bit early out here for me. That's oh, hold my... on. How, how are you going to do 9 a.m. games and have any tailgating? And trust me, I've seen these leagues who will adjust for TV ratings and they won't think of the fans and then nobody's showing up. Uh, you, you can't do it if you're the Pac-12. You just can't. 9 a.m. West Coast time because you want to get on at noon? You're crazy. So tail, people are going to bre- they're going to be cooking omelets. At their tailgates. <laughs> okay, let's get to the NFL questions. Overrated? I think it's the Cowboys. They just I got too many problems and questions. Zeke again. Um, and, you know, with the owner, Jerry Jones, uh, I, I always think they're overrated. And I'm, I'm kind of a Cowboy hater, but I, I just don't like uh, all the things going on there. Who's underrated right now in the NFL that could be there at the end? And nobody's talking about them. It's the Minnesota Vikings. Hmm. Yeah. The defense that they've got, another year for Cousins to be a little bit more comfortable. They have a healthy cook in the backfield. And, and, and he set his personal high in touchdown passes last year. But I think that that early shout out at home against Buffalo just kind of soured a lot of people. Thank you, Tommy, out in Yuma, Arizona. Appreciate the huge love. If you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS. Most overrated NFL team right now and the most underrated NFL team. And who's with me? Let's start the NFL second week of August. Get her done right now. And what the caller Brian said from Chicago, he sounded like he's probably running some TV network listening on AM670. The score, by the way, I want to give a shout-out to Mitch Rosen, operations manager. The score is your radio home for your Northsiders, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, you got to balance that with home and away. But I like 17 games. You play eight home, eight away, and then you do the one neutral side. It could be London, could be Mexico City, could be a college stadium, and you split the gate. With the other team, I want 855-2124-CBS, at Sanity Huge on Twitter, Cole in Georgia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Cole's gone. Cole did, he did leave a note. He said, I just tweeted me, he said, I had to go. Uh, my hot cocoa was percolating on the stove. Your show is the best ever. Uh, tweets coming in at Saturday Huge. Young Huey. Who's, <laughs> uh, tweets, most overrated are the Browns. A lot of resources added, but a lot of egos having to mix to be a team, not individuals. Underrated, I'd say the Bears. I think they are a consistent quarterback away from a first-round bye in the playoffs with that defense. Uh, Rick Sanchez comments, Nobody is overrating the Lions, you bum. They just had USA Today have them go 3-13. and 13. Did Rick call me a bum? He must listen to my statewide show in Michigan weekday afternoons. Oh, the Lions fans are all over me. 
And I'm like, hey, nine and seven to six and ten, and all of you are acting like they're going to win the NFC. Come on. Matt Wells is listening out in California. He tweets out Saturday, huge, great show tonight. Bill, most overrated team this year are the Eagles. Not only are they not going to win the division, they're not making the playoffs. Underrated team? The San Francisco 49ers. BSIV tweets out Saturday, huge. Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. Trubisky will win MVP and Montgomery rookie of the year. I think Cole in Georgia is standing by here on the Saturday Night Huge Show, Cole. Yes, sir. Hey, Huge. How you doing? Doing good, buddy. Thanks for listening down in Georgia. All right, man. You know, I'm down here in, in the Peach State. But, um, uh, okay, so, yeah, who doesn't like football early? I want to watch it right now. You know what I mean? So, there's that. I agree with you. They should do it early. And then my overrated team is, is the Cowboys because they don't know what they got going on, who's going to pay who, the, uh, more money. And then and then uh, Dak's not that accurate. So, you know, I mean, he's getting a little bit better. I mean, they got a good defense and stuff, but I don't know. They just got to show me. I don't really like the Cowboys. But. And who's your, underrated, who's your underrated team right now as training camp start? Them Dirty Birds. Because everybody's coming back on defense. We got the Beast, Julio, and Matty Ice needs to get that ring because once he gets that, I mean, he's already going to probably go to the Hall of Fame, but that'll seal the deal right there, getting that ring. We need a ring over here. I'm, I'm waiting. All right, Cole, thank you for listening down in Georgia. Yeah, I mean, looking at the NFC South, you have the Saints, who I think they're, they're my best team going in. And Panthers 9-7, and seven, I, Falcons, I think, will be a – I'm looking at the Madden 20 simulated predictions. I can see the Falcons 9-7 and seven being a playoff team. If you make the playoffs, you get into the tournament, you never know, right? Let's go to Stanley in Illinois. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Doing good, Stanley. Yeah, the most overrated Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dak Prescott... Did some real good stuff for cancer this weekend down in Mississippi, and I appreciate that because my sister's a survivor. But the underrated is the Chicago Bears. I believe they're going to go undefeated this year. Undefeated? Right from the get-go. All right. Well, thank you, Stanley and Illinois. All the, the way Bears. to the Super Bowl. All right. All the way to the Super Bowl. Bears will be undefeated. That's interesting. I think it's a lot of people say Bears – Maybe overrated. You just said underrated, and others a lot. I I feel again. I don't, I don't think the Cowboys are in the conversation to be the best team in the NFC. I I, I just don't. I, it's about leadership, maturity. I love Dak, but God, you're, you're going to pay him as like the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't see that. One thing I did see, and a lot of people have seen. About 12 days ago, I had a chance to golf in the Salute to Heroes golf event at the Gull Lake View Golf Club in Richland, Michigan. Uh, Section 1776. Uh, They put on this event to honor first responders, fire, police, and military. And a guy by the name of Bobby Threlkill out of Pentwater, Michigan, now lives in West Michigan, 
has invited me to play the last two years. Bobby lost both of his legs. Roadside bomb in Afghanistan serving our country. He laid there in a pool of blood and told me in the first interview about nine years ago that he wanted to live at the age of 18 to see his newborn son he hadn't met yet. Well, Bobby's journey back has been amazing from Walter Reed Hospital to coming back home to playing sled hockey to even golfing. And I posted a video of him on the tee box, one-handed driving swing from a Segway, and this dude has a great swing. Well, I want to thank America, Uh, 1.5 million people that this video has reached, 741,000 views. I have it pinned to the top, at Saturday Huge on Twitter and also Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. See it for yourself. And thank you, America, for thanking Bobby Threlkill for serving our country. One hour straight ahead. Stick around. More huge opinions here on CBS Sports Radio.